to the freak easy. <laughs> Why does he always look at me when he does that? <laughs> Who else am I going to look at? But... John's just trying to eat some ice cream, bro. You're going to be scaring the ice cream out of him. Yeah, I should have got a medium. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the spinoff Halloween horror show special to the Geek Easy, the Freak Easy. Mm-hmm. This week... We are talking cubes. I'm super excited because uh, I feel like I feel like this is kind of one of my uh, little secrets. Yeah. Um, I had never heard of these movies until yeah. you suggested them for the show. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people that I talk to have never heard of the cubes. We already watched the horror movies with a cube in it. They were yeah. called Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> different, different cube. Different cube. Oh, okay. Different yeah. cube. All right. Okay. I, like I'm sure I've heard of these, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you what they were about, and I yeah. haven't seen them or anything. Are these the uh, the most modern thing we've watched so far in this batch of movies? Mm, Unless you count like the yes. Friday the Thirteenth remake. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I guess yeah. we did watch that, yeah. but this is like the most recent franchise for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Out of everything that we've watched, yeah. So that's this. This yeah. the first one was in '97. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, I found the cubes when they were on Netflix, and I'm always just looking for a good scary movie. You know, there's lot, there's lots of nights that I'm like, ah, you know what? I, it feels like a horror movie night to me, and I'll just try to find some random stuff. So it's just within the last like few years that yeah. you saw these for the first time. Yep. Okay, all right. I, I I thought that this was something that like. You actually saw back in the that 90s I saw back. Nope. When it came out. Okay. Nope. Okay. Uh, no, <clears throat> I saw these recently, and uh, I, I kind of assumed I was like a Johnny Come Lately, and I was, and I would talk to some people and be like, "Hey, the Cubes! I, I finally saw there." And people looked at me and they're like, "It's great, yeah. What's I've, what's that?" Yeah, I've literally never heard of these before. <laughs> before you brought them up, so. That's good, though. It's good that yeah. we've got the variety on here. And I'll be uh, really interested to hear any feedback on this episode, because I'm curious if, any, if there are, like, big Cube fans yep. or anybody that's seen these movies before that have opinions yeah. to share on this. Yeah. It's going to well, be interesting. I know, I know it got a, a pretty strong cult following right away, because it was a fairly small production. In, Definitely seemed that way with the yeah, first movie. in Canada. Okay. Um, and But it, you know, it... it got some acclaim mm-hmm. and it got you know a little bit and it got that little bit of fan following because that then they did the second one the second one wasn't until 2004 yeah so they they jumped several years oh, i'm sorry 2002. 2002 the last one was 2004 yeah. okay so they went five or six years yep. before the sequel came out yeah. and then only two years before the, the, the prequel, prequel came, came out, out. Now, was it the same group of people making all of them or or was it just switching uh as far as i know it was the same group of people okay at least making the set the first and the second one. I could not find a, a ton of information on the third one. Well, on the prequel, probably because it's terrible. <laughs> Man, that was all right. We'll get, we'll <laughs> so, get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me let me give the quick rundown. Sure. Um, so this is also the first one we have watched um, that doesn't have a real villain. That doesn't have a. Um, you know, there's not anything really like. There's no iconic character exactly. to yeah. it. You I know was what I mean? Point that out when we were talking about um, when you brought up like kind of this being one of the more modern ones. Like, yeah. There's also not like a thing that you can focus on. Like they can't make a toy out of this. Right. You know. Yep. Because there's nothing to. Yep. There's no face to put yeah. on it. Yeah. 
Um, so, so Cube, the first Cube, and, and they all kind of follow the, the same, very similar format um, where a group of people wake up in the Cube um, or in the Cubes. They have no memory and they find that they can move from room to room. All the rooms are exactly the same, except that some of them have traps that will insta-kill you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they have to figure out how to navigate this labyrinth of cubes that, that they've been trapped in, um, figure out who each other, try to figure out who each other are, who themselves are. Yeah. Um, they also f- usually tend to find out very quickly that the rooms are moving. So... Uh, you can't count, you know, the, you, you can't draw like a straight, straightforward map of yeah. this, of this labyrinth. Um, yeah, just on a quick check there, the, the directors and the writers are all different over each one. So oh, okay. it does not seem to be a coherent team, well, which to me makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> it does make a ton of sense. Some of my complaints of for sure future installments that we'll, we'll get into. Do you want to do um, the rundown on the first one first? Or? I mean, that was basically um, it, right? That was basically or, it, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I meant, uh, not the first one, but like, are we going to go all of them, or are we just going to go, we're going to go movie by movie? Um, I figure we'd, we'd talk about kind of all of them. Okay. Um, we can get into some specifics for the movie by movie if you want, because um, I, you know, the, the, the cast characters do kind of change quite a bit. Um. But the movies themselves are basically the same, <laughs> more or less. I really, really, really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, like a lot. Uh, it's definitely a smaller movie. Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of guerrilla filmmaking feel to it. For almost. sure. If you read a little bit about the making of all of that stuff, comes through even more. Yeah. And and then I like the movie even more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like after reading about uh, how it was made. But I thought, I mean, it's very much a. You know, an indie movie or a B movie or whatever oh. label you want to put on it. Like, it was no money, no named actors, no anything that went into it. But the concept of it was really cool for this type of movie, I thought. And the way that the characters... I like it when these movies... They put these fantastical circumstances into place, but then they sort of just become character studies. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. kind of reminds me of uh, The Mist. Yeah. That Stephen King... Uh, movie which is one of Frank Darabont's also. Yep. Which is one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. Yeah. Um, because when you get into this, when you, when you get into this movie, yes, it's about murder boxes, but also it's about seven people reacting to being stuck in this situation. Right. And, and by the end of it, you know, when you get to the resolution, even you realize that oh, none of that stuff matters. Yeah. The only thing that mattered was <laughs> what was happening in the middle. Right. For sure. Um, it's it's very much, and you know that's. You know, you you named a bunch um, that we kind of see that play out. Other movies where we kind of see that character study on display. Um, you know, I, I always think of the uh, zombie movies. You know what I mean? Because okay. um, it, it always comes back. To, and I and, and I think that's kind of a uh, horror movie trope that we maybe haven't seen yet, um, where it's the uh, 
you know, the real enemy is mankind. You know what I mean? Each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and we haven't gotten into that a lot because <laughs> we've had a slasher every time. <laughs> it's got a very Twilight Zone vibe to it, uh-huh. which I do appreciate. Um, like, specifically, it reminded me immediately, just like that premise reminded me, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone called Five Characters in Search of an mm-hmm. Exit. Yeah. And it's it's like these weird characters. It's like a clown and a hobo and like a ballerina. And yep. there's all these characters, but they're trapped in a box together. And they don't know who like how they got there or why they're there. And they're trying to get out. And they're kind of doing the same thing. And then the whole thing ends up there like toys in the toy box uh-huh. kind of a thing. Yeah. But it's it's a really cool premise. But it's the same. I was going to evil mime. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the, it's it, like the whole core of it is like the same sort of thing. You yeah. know, it's that whole... And Twilight Zone did that a lot too. Um, like, there's the um, what's the one? The the monsters come to. It's the one where the whole town is like suspecting each other of being aliens or whatever. Like, an alien comes, and uh, it's the whole character study thing yeah. where like the no, don't you can't trust anybody. And yep. as time goes on, people start getting more and more distrusting of each other, kind of a thing. So I, I totally. Uh, appreciate that aspect of it that's always makes for a good mm-hmm. kind of plot when it's done well yeah i think um because i mean that that's like one of those things that can legitimately happen and it kind of makes it a little more terrifying when you think of it you know like like yeah masked masked hockey player psychos is scary but like humans kind of you know basically breaking down right mentally and 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 like having these like episodes where like you know, you're in these positions where you don't know who to trust, and then like yeah. chaos happens. Like that's a real well, thing that could happen. Well, yeah, right? we, we put it in context. You know, we put it in context and think about it in yeah, like a zombie attack or yeah, weird sci-fi prison cube, right? Yeah. Um, but what happens when a uh, tornado comes through town and knocks the power out? Yeah, you know what I mean. Then, well, I mean, then we see it every time <laughs> you know? a hurricane happens. We see how that that oh, yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. You yep. know, like when a big hurricane destroys a town, yeah. all of a sudden all hell breaks loose yep, and people cause... are looting and people are you know like uh, yeah. humans are scary, right? <laughs> you know, like we re- yeah. that's really terrifying stuff. So you okay? Yeah, your, mic, your mic's doing crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's spinning your mic around. Then. Uh, it doesn't want me on the show. There we go. Y- you know, so the <coughs> the first thing I thought you when I, when I watched it the first time, um, the other parallel I wanted to draw, uh, I immediately assu- assumed it was a saw clone. Um, just from like you know watching through the first one and the first couple traps and they I, were I kinda in, I kind of got those vibes too. And it's not like us, but you get it, those vibes, well, right? Well, well, one, it's not. Two, it came out like five years before Saw. So oh, was, Saw was two thousand four, yeah. I think. That's a good like point. That, yeah. that they was all early came 2000. out before Saw. Okay, so, all right, good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, so, I, so that made it. That probably made it even a little more special to me when I realized that, because yeah. you know, because I did. I remember watching it and thinking, oh, you know, this is this is different way to do saw. This is kind of cool. And then, like, I saw I paused it or something and saw the the year, and I was like, that seems way too early for. <laughs> no way, saw was that? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then, I, then I did my research and found out that oh yeah, that's because it came way before saw. Yeah, I uh, I like it had a real. There's there's a few really gory moments, mm-hmm. especially in that first one. Yeah, but it's like that perfect blend because they start you off with one pretty hard. Like right away, the first guy that wakes up 
and starts kind of roaming around, roams right into a trap and gets himself cubed. Yeah, cubed basically. <laughs> that's my favorite kill in all three movies. For sure. Yeah. That's my favorite one. I actually was a little let down that we didn't get anything like like there were a couple gross ones. Yeah. Like the third one specifically had a pretty disgusting well there the opening one for the third movie yeah. Yeah. was the most disgusting with, of all of them. <laughs> but for um, sure. but I felt like all like there weren't a lot of like big kills in these movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were like you can count them on one hand how many big kills there were like yeah. that. And uh, and then the second movie specifically like everything was just so lame. It was like <laughs> like, they, like they didn't feel like there were any big kills yeah, in that movie they, they, at all. They leaned a little hard in that one on well, that's the, part of the my CGI. The problem with with 2 was that they got into exactly that. It's like I felt like I felt like that movie was made by a bunch of people who saw the first cube and really dug it but didn't get it right you know uh-huh. uh, and and then they do like they lean into the cgi so hard which uh was not perfected in 2002 <laughs> and they didn't have access to the stuff that was close mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. so it, it comes off real hokey yep and they they barely like none of it really felt like traps. It wasn't like they went into a room and oh no we shouldn't be in this yes. room. It was more like wherever they were, stuff would just find them yeah, and then yeah. be weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. totally. <coughs> yeah. So in the in the first movie, that's what the thing was like. They were throwing their shoes in to see if the room was booby trapped and yep. stuff like that. But the second movie, yeah, you're right. There weren't any traps. The cube itself was also way bigger and it was brighter and you can tell they had a little bit more money for the movie, but they relied, like you said, way too heavy on the early 2000 CGI, which just does not hold up today. Yeah. Like it looked like they were running from weird cartoon stuff and, and it was that never made... even clear a lot what a lot of it was. Right, yeah. right. Like, yep. it was usually, like, spinning metal objects. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When, when oh, the one guy... The, yeah, it's a square, and it's floating, and now it's trying to kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> when Jerry got diced up, I laughed so hard in that movie, because <laughs> it looked so bad. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. I mean, uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So so let me, let, let me defend that a little bit, um, because uh, that's, that's where it comes to say... Uh, I like what they thought they were doing. Um, so in the first in the first cube, we have a building that's what like a mile high and a mile wide. It's a mile cube, yeah, or so. Um, with twenty, there's like twenty five or twenty five rooms per side. Yeah, twenty six rooms per side. So there's all these rooms, and they're all shifting and moving, and um, some of them have traps and some of them don't. So you have to figure out before you go into this room if there's a trap or not, and then. Uh, not go in that room if there's a trap uh, because the traps are pretty pretty much unavoidable. Yeah. yeah, you know, like if you walk in that room, that trap, you're dead. Yep. Um, so that's that's kind of the onset of that one. In the second one, they are in a tesseract apparently, which is the tesseract, a tesseract. Oh, okay. Um, so Lower, it's lowercase t. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no copyright on that one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but so these rooms, so so not only is there potentially an infinite amount of rooms, um, there is they they touch other uh, realities, other dimensions, other dimensions. Oh, yeah. Right. Um. So 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 I I think that's an interesting expansion of the technology so it's, it's obviously way in the future even from 
the future of the first cube where we can build a mile of cube room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a mile, a mile of cube prison. Yeah. Um, you know, now we've gone into the future where there's this tex- tesseract technology. Um, but the main idea that I liked in theory is that for the sequel, now we have uh, traps that chase you. Right, so you can go in a room, you can think everything's cool, uh, but then it's not. And can you get out of the room before the thing kills you? I think that's a that's that's a good idea of how to evolve the concept because now sometimes you know because before it was just do we figure out if the room is safe or not. Now you're not necessarily safe in any room. Can you get out of the room before you die? Yeah, you know. So I, I like I like the idea. It was executed very terrible, very poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was executed very poorly, but yeah. I like the idea of that alteration to yeah. the formula well i like the ambiguity of the of the first one and the like it, i mean it's still hyper realism mm-hmm. but it was so <clears throat> grounded because they even get into a little bit of the mythos in the first one without ever really explaining anything because one of the characters worth is is like a guy who helped design part of it yep so he kind of knows something but you know you find out that he uh you know, he designed, you know, like he was basically subcontracted. They were like, hey, build this square thing. Right. And he's like, all right, whatever, you know. So he didn't know, you know, who hired him or what the purpose was, but he's got like some insight to it. Kind of reminded me of the real life story of that, uh, is H.H. H. Holmes, is that his name? Yes. So with the, that serial killer from around the, the World's Fair time yep. who basically built this giant murder castle with trap rooms and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and right. he did it by hiring contractors to come mm-hmm. in and build one specific thing, firing them when they were two-thirds of the way finished. Yeah. Uh, never paid them. Hired more guys to come in and finish their work. Fired them. And then he just went room by room until the whole place was built to the specifications he wanted without anyone knowing what they had yep. built. And knowing that like actual story you know, and then hearing that quick explanation on this one i was like man that's exactly how that would go down you know? <laughs> right. like, right. i don't actually believe that there's a mile high cube anywhere that's just full of murder rooms but if there was <laughs> if there was that's probably how it would that's happen, how it happened you know? yeah um and the fact that like he sort of and this is a guy who doesn't you know who do, who wasn't on the inside planning stage doesn't know who hired him so he's sort of spitballing too but he's just basically got this firm belief that it's like, well, who built this thing? And we don't know, and they probably don't know why yeah. they built it. I doubt they have a reason. I think they built it, and then they had it, and then they needed to find a reason yeah, for you, it, and so to, now we're stuck here. You, you have know? to use it, otherwise it's it's pointless. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's how the government does it. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is all real stuff, you know? <laughs> like, that's close enough to, to reality to... Right, to, that to it seem seems grounded. Just feasible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it seems grounded. And uh, and then they never really give you any more background than that. But I thought that was perfect. Like that's all I needed yes. for this movie. Yeah, I was a little scared when it got to the end that I was going to get some sort of big explanation, and then relieved when I when I didn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. the, the, well, I was leading that into two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah sorry. Uh, but then in, in two. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, they get, they they do the thing where they're still trying to kind of play it ambiguous and not really give you a ton of information, but they give you more and more. Yeah. And the more they give me, the less I, it doesn't relate back to one that much to me. Yeah. Like it was the evolution of the concept, but in a way I didn't want to take it because now it is a, a space cube. 
And now right. it is an alternate reality, alternate dimension, time moves in different things, all sorts of stuff that are going on that are way beyond the aspect or realm or idea that you can just bring in some subcontractors who don't know what they're doing and build right. this thing. Like, no one can accidentally come up with this, no matter how many teams you throw at it. <laughs> Uh, and then so you find out that it is some evil organization who's doing something. Yeah. You know. What, uh, what is it? Izod? Yeah. Izod? That's it. Izod. Yeah. yeah. It's like a weapons manufacturer who's built this thing. Uh, right. And, and they I were all kind of like loosely connected to it somehow too. Yeah. Like yep. Izod. They yeah. all had some sort of connection to it. Like, and that was kind of a theme in the first one, too, where you found out that everybody kind of had something, but, like, they yeah. didn't dive too but far they all, into that. They, they all had a job. Yeah. Like, a purpose, like, yeah. for, like... For, like, yeah. why they were put in there kind yeah. of a thing. Like yeah, like, they, they were almost, like, handpicked as, like, we need, you know, we're, they were like a test group, it felt like to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going right. to find out if anybody can make it out of this place, and if we're going to, we need somebody who does math, we need somebody who does... Yeah you know, uh, escapes. We need somebody, you know, going down that list. Right. Like they were being tested. Whereas this one was all people who were basically just being punished because they were, yeah. because they had worked on the thing or something along those lines. Yeah. Or they were going to reveal something about it. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, I totally agree with that. So in, in the first one, um, which I think is, is interesting and maybe we should, talk about some of the characters a little more Um, because in the first one it seemed like there was a team built and a reason for them all to be in there yeah Um, which made it more mysterious in that it wasn't just like it didn't seem just like you know H.H. Holmes who was just like I just want to murder some people you know it wasn't like the this shady government that may or may not have built this thing that may or may not have wiped their memories and may or may not have trapped them in there um could have been some experiment could have been some reason for it could have been you know what i mean beyond yeah. just like oh, let's murder some people you know we yeah. we got yeah. our giant, we got our mile high murder cube let's let's <laughs> let's murder some people well like i said i really i feel like and i don't i don't think they ever fully flushed that out i think this is coming from me but sometimes you get mixed up when you Watch three movies real quick. Right. But I got that impression that it was basically like they were the test subject. Because they weren't, they didn't have their memories fully wiped in the first one. They didn't know how they got there, but they That's, knew who they yeah, were. But they knew who they, right. were. they knew where yeah. they were last night. You right. Know, yeah. The last thing they remembered. They just, and all yeah, that they stuff. all basically remembered falling asleep and then just waking up in yeah. the cube. Yeah. So exactly. That, that so was, was a little like, different. And you, and you find out they all have their specialty. And so it really is like whoever, whoever put this thing together is trying to figure out if it works. Yeah. Or if it can be beaten. <laughs> And this is how they're doing it. But then that was totally wiped out with the prequel, so. <laughs> More or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. I don't know. Um, well, when, oh, go ahead. Okay, so I, I was just going to, because I want to build off a little bit what you were saying about the ambiguity and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't entirely think I liked any of these movies. Just to be perfectly honest. I like aspects of them. I like the idea of the first one. But uh, I am on the opposite end of the fence when it comes to the not knowing what's going on. Because when that movie ended, I was mad at that movie. Mm. <laughs> um, I felt like I got like zero answers at all. And I guess, like, okay, that's what they wanted. But that was not satisfying for me at all. Like, I, I was just like what am i what am i supposed to do with all this like well i don't i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about all this and i was just i don't know i didn't like that that was unsatisfying for me and then the second movie almost felt like it was starting to develop (coughs) something that i felt like okay well maybe i'm gonna start getting some answers because they introduced the evil organization or whatever um 
But then even the way that one ended, and if it's okay to jump ahead to that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Go for it. So then. I, th- I think these movies, just for the right, because we're, we're kind of, we're not following any kind of linear yeah. discussion here. Yeah. I think these movies are best discussed uh, against each other. Okay. So that's why I haven't okay. like tried to, let's talk about one, and then we'll talk about two, and then we'll talk yeah. about three. I think they're best discussed compared off each other. Okay. So, so much like the first movie, they kind of set up character archetypes where like you've got one that's the standout like hero you're supposed to be rooting for you've got one who's the jerk that you want to see die like they do that building up through the whole movie but then when they get to the very end it turns out that the hero you've been rooting for was actually like on a mission of some sort or to like get something like okay because she took In the second one, she okay, in the she, second one. Yeah, she yeah, took yeah. Yep. she took whatever was hanging around the neck of who we found out was like the 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 blind the blind girl right. whose name was. Well, uh, hold on before you get before you get too far. Okay, because I like, I, like what you, I, I don't want you to lose your train of thought. Okay, okay, sure, but sure. I, I do kind of feel like we should probably cover the characters if Let's we're going to compare it. the characters. Let's do it. Okay, okay, cover the characters. All right. So in the first one, we have Quentin, who's the cop, and kind of like our. Starts off as our standard good guy. Yes. You know, good guy, leader, strong male type. Uh, We have Worth, who is the guy who kind of knows every, who kind of knows something. He's he's the one where all the nihilistic, it doesn't matter, they don't know where all that comes from, and he helped design the outside shell. Levin is a math student who does all the math, knows all the math. She's like super smart with math, yeah. Um, we have initially we have Ren, who is uh, an escaped criminal yeah. who yeah, has yeah, escaped from notorious for breaking yeah, out of many prisons. prisons. Yep. Yeah, uh, we have Holloway, who is the doctor, mm-hmm. um, and then we have Kazan, who is autistic, and he mm-hmm. ends up being like a savant and does all these huge numbers. Yeah. So while we have Levin, who knows yeah. all the math. He can do it instantly. Yeah. Yep. yeah, like she knows what to do with the math, and he can calculate it for right. her. Which, which they are using the math to try and navigate this thing, try and figure out where uh, the rooms are. Each yeah. room is it designated was, with some some numbers. Real cool part about the, the the first one that I liked yep. a ton that really drew me into it because I'm a math guy anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when the movie starts and they're using shoes to test for traps because they're motion sensitive. Yep. Well, pretty quick in, you know, Ren goes into a room that, that was cleared and gets acid-faced, which was also pretty awesome, I thought. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love man, that dude. Yeah. Dude, I love that just, kill. like, melted a cavity in his yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they, they discover that they have these numbers on there, and uh, Levin uh, f- figures out that they're all... Uh, like prime factors, right? And so the ones that are trapped, yeah, the ones that are trapped have the, the prime factors, and right. the ones that aren't. So she can look at the numbers and tell if they're clear. Well, eventually that doesn't work, yeah. And she figures out that it's like a like a factor of a factor or something like that. Yeah. Like it basically advances forward, and that's when she's like, "Well, I can't, I can't just do that in my head. Like yeah. I can stare at three numbers and tell you if it's a prime factor after a minute, but I can't factor the factor in my head." That'll take hours and calculators and whatever else. And then Kazan just starts doing it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. But it was really cool how they kind of set that up. And and then layered it, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You find learn learn a little more as you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, so in the second one, we have Jerry, who did... So this time he's kind of our worth, except he's a little... He's kind of cheerful about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and he, he helped design some of it. So he the kind doors. of... He, yeah, he designed it was the, the door, doors, the door sensors. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Sasha, who is a blind woman. 
Um, we have Kate, who I didn't make notes for. Kate was uh, Kate was the main chick, right? Yeah, she I think was so. the yeah, yeah. Um, which we never got much explanation on what she right, did. Right, right. She took um, out. She kind of took well, charge by, right by away. The, yeah, by the end we sort of kind yeah. of do, but, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Colonel Colonel McGuire, who we meet and then dies right away. Uh, Simon, who is, uh, he's, he's our kind of strong male type. Yeah. Um, he comes in, he comes in a little hot on this one. Yeah. Uh, he's got a knife. Yeah. So he, he seems. It's one thing that's all different about this one too. They're all wearing their normal clothes. <laughs> and like they came have. in with stuff. Yep. It's very different from the first one. They were all stripped down to nothing. Yeah. Except the for what they, suit. except for what they wanted them to have. Right. And in this movie, it's just whatever they had on them, they ended up with inside the cube. Right. Um, we have Max, who was... Um, what did Max do? He was, he was he like was a hacker. He's, he's a hacker Yeah, that's man. right. He, he makes was video the one. games. Yeah, he made video Tur- games. Yeah, it turns out they stole his video game concept and turned it into whatever's <laughs> oh, being yeah. used yeah. inside the cube that's to kill right. people. Like, that's okay, right. all right. Uh, we have Mrs. Paley. Who is an older woman with dementia? Yeah. Um, who turns out to be man? As... Her acting was so over the top. <laughs> it, it was bad. like it was just it was... terrible. Yeah. Dude, every time she talked, I'm like, ugh. Well, she continuously talking to her daughter who wasn't there. Yeah, she, she and her was dog. continuously talking to several people okay. who weren't there. Um, so whoever decided that she had dementia Doesn't does not know, know how dementia, dementia works, yeah. but yeah. that's okay. Um, Least of our problems here. <laughs> then, then there was Julia, the super hot lawyer who showed up for no reason. Right? Yeah, just randomly at one point and was barely in the movie, but she was there. Um, and Phil Rosenswag, who was—I uh, <laughs> don't remember what he did. Yeah, what was he? Show, he showed up late. Um, oh, he was the one that was dead when they found him, right? Wasn't he the? Uh, was he dead when they found? Was him? that the one that was like the uh, Nobel winner yes, that's right. that was oh, that's already right. dead when yeah, they found him? Yeah, yeah that's um, who that except was. Except he wasn't quite dead, right? Because he right. told them he he woke up. They thought he, he was, was dead. Mostly dead. He was, <laughs> and then he woke up and told them some. He's some getting stuff. better. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so so we have a much bigger cast. And several of them are, are completely useless. Plus, there's doppelgangers of them because of the weird reality yeah, thing going on. Like like, that when stuff. that dude went on his Jerry killing spree, <laughs> yeah, dude, when like, he, I, hey, like I laughed I at that. It, yeah. Like, like I didn't like it as like a story construct. Okay. But, he just but, but kept murdering like, yeah. Jerry's every time yeah. he saw that. That's a real Rick and Morty thing. I was too, gonna it. say that yeah. reminded yeah. me of Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's the same thing I was thinking. Like all these Jerry's running around. Yeah. Uh, but also, did you notice he was killing that person he was supposed to find? Because she showed up at one point right. too. So, well, they only showed him doing that once. But did you notice in the last scene he showed up? He was covered in her name badges, yep. and he had all of those yep. Jerry watches exactly. on, like he was collecting trophies exactly. from. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we find we find out that Jerry is um, a, a not Jerry uh, Simon. Simon. Um, also, side note: uh, Did it bother either of you guys how much he looked like Shane Douglas? Shane Douglas. Yes, I could not. Okay, like yeah. I, I was like, man, I just assumed I knew him from another movie or something. I thought, but I think, I think you're right. I thought yeah. he was very like, like uh, fake, like Mantis uh, Tom Arnold. 
<laughs> like oh, he was like very, can, he was very, very almost Tom Arnold. I can, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, he looks so much like Shane, the franchise Shane Douglas, the a, franchise a wrestler. Shane Douglas. Uh, You're looked, totally right. Oh, he looks so show. much. Yeah. <laughs> he looked, the first time I watched it, man, I had to check. Like, like I was like, like I watched through most of it, and I was like, that has to be. And like, I, I looked up uh, to make sure that wasn't. Shane Douglas. Um, okay, that would be amazing. So we find out that Simon is a, uh, 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 like a private inspector. Yeah, he's looking and he's looking for um, Becky. What's her face? Well, is it, wasn't that Mrs. Paley's daughter? She's the daughter of. I did not catch that. If it was no, no, she's. They said he was like. She's like the daughter of like somebody. Somebody involved with the the cube right. thing. She's like the daughter of yeah, somebody. Like somebody important. Somebody, daughter, yeah. But, but I thought he was hired by the parents. Yeah, he was. He was hired by the parents oh, to find okay. her. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So that's what it was. And then he just straight murdered her as soon as he found her. Well, yeah. well he was he, he was crazy. Yeah, he was well insane by the time yeah. she showed up in the cube. Yeah, they didn't do like they had that. They, they had the scene in the middle where. Like they open a door, and I think it's Mrs. Paley, like her, like she's in the room with them, and they open a door, and then she pops up in like the door that they just opened. Yeah, right. And everybody freaks out, and then Simon comes and like murders her, and then starts screaming about not trusting you her. Don't trust anything and, she says. And then everybody yeah. freaks out, and then the door closes. And this one too. Oh, he gets his head. He, oh yeah, yeah he, he gets his head. head he the gets, head yeah. get cut off. because yeah. then he was worried about off. his head getting and cut off. And then he starts the freaking out about that. Yeah. Because that's the other thing with this one is because it's a hypercube. So similar to the first one, the cube keeps moving. Like the yep. rooms are always moving except in this one it's like they cheated on all their concepts because this one like you close the door and reopen it and it's just a different reality a different, anyway yeah. right. so it doesn't matter but like they built up a few things like that where they're like okay i wonder well I wonder where they're going with this and then they didn't really go anywhere well so I, so the idea was um like, like it was a different reality uh but it was the same room right so yeah. so you were only in one cube and each door led you into the same cube in a different reality. So there again, it's that kind of like, oh, instead of this big room that, you know, a big building where all these cubes are moving around and you're moving from cube to cube trying to map it, you're in the same cube. It's always the same cube in a different reality. I, I like that thought. It was done very poorly. Yeah, I was okay. going to say. You know say, what I mean? Because like, no, kind of on what you were saying, it's almost like they almost delivered on that. But only sometimes because, like, for example, the movie opened with that Becky girl, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, trying to figure out how she got in the cube and she opened the door and she screamed, but we didn't see what happened to her. And then fast forward to the end of the movie, we see that scene and it's it's uh, what's his name? Shane Shane pulling her through the Simon, Simon, not Shane Douglas, Douglas. (laughs) Simon pulling her through the door, you know, so it was kind of like like in that moment. Totally forgot. That's how it opened. Yeah. Yeah. So in that moment, we got that kind of like. But but what you're talking about, we never really actually saw why that was happening in that other reality. They just explained it away as. Oh, that just must be a different reality where things yeah. went differently. Yeah. So it's yeah. weird how like sometimes there were things that we yeah. saw a payoff for, but other times they just explained it away as being oh, it's just a different reality. It, you it, know? It's also like it's it's so funny to me how thin a line a movie can or needs to or whatever walk for like my own impressions or anybody. I don't know if everybody's like that or not, but like the first one, I feel like. So they set this stuff up, and there isn't necessarily a big payoff in the end, like right. kind of like you said. And there are plenty of movies I've watched where I get to the end and I go, "Didn't it even end up mattering? Why am I here?" <laughs> but if 
I feel like when it's done well, I'm I'm fine with that because by the time I got to the end of the first one, like the journey was all that ended up mattering. Yes, and there was a purpose the entire time. Like they were wrong sometimes, and then they would figure it out. And but they were always working towards this goal. And then when they got to it, everything kind of blew up. Yep. And there, you know, and there it was. That's fine. But like in the second one, I just felt like they weren't really working towards. Well, this so this brings us back around to what Danny was talking about. Okay, so we we find out that the uh, the blind woman whose name I can't remember ended up being like the one that designed the hypercube. Sa- right, Sasha. Um, yeah. During she the had a hacker name. Yeah. During yeah. the course of it, they talk about. They kept some talking about how it must super be this hacker. one super hacker because right. it's the only the only person smart. I love how we got all the hacker stuff in this movie. That is so early two thousands. It is so early. It's so it's so early two thousands. <laughs> But uh, so they kept talking about this this guy that's this super hacker and he must be behind this because he's the only one smart enough to build something like this. And then we get the reveal at the end that the blind woman that's been with him the whole time is this hacker and she did indeed build this, but then got thrown in here or whatever, right? Well, no, she found out that the go- oh. that Izod had built it, so she hid inside of it. So right? she hid inside it. Yeah. The only the only, the only place, place they wouldn't come after her is inside the actual hypercube. Yeah, okay. which just has all kinds of problems. Which exactly, <laughs> yeah. like, what's your plan now? Yeah, apparently just to sit here and die. So you found out they were building a multi-dimensional murder room, and you thought that was the best place to hide yeah. from them. Yeah, but uh, so say, well, they'll never look for they her did. there, except they clearly did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. right. Clearly, clearly, because well, that's how the movie ends. Right. So yeah. we find so out we that find out that Kate Kate is apparently working for the military or something. Was hired to go in and get whatever she's got around. She had something around her neck, and right at the very end of the movie, she snatched it off of her neck. So, so it was a thumb drive. Okay, a thumb drive with all the information to blow the whistle. Gotcha. Okay, that's right. That's right. So right. she snatches this thumb drive. She escapes the cube and, like, wakes up in this pool of water, which makes you think, so was it just yeah. like a... Uh, well, she didn't even escape the cube. The thing collapsed around well, her. It was, well, she did. She jumped well, out I the little she hole. She jumped out. Yeah. yeah she like, jumped it out was the hole. Like, it was, like, collapsing in on itself right. when yep. she got... But uh, then she wakes up in, like, this, this like, pool of water, which makes you think it was... It almost reminds me of, like, Eleven and Stranger Things, where they put her in, like, the... Uh, what right. is that called? Like, the, the echo chamber or whatever uh, it is. Sensory deprivation. Sensory deprivation. Chamber. So it almost like, they, like they're not actually even in there. They're just, like... Like mentally in there or something. I don't know. That's what it made. That's the impression it gave me. Like well, they woke her up from. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and it kind of alluded to that a couple times throughout because every time we would see the, the we we saw a couple times like flashbacks to where like they were strapped down on like hospital girls. That's right. That's right. Okay. So like this one is I guess. They were like plugged into kind of like the Matrix well, or something like that. It, it seems that way. I mean, they never explained that at the well, end. Of course, because, they didn't explain. You know, it. then when yeah. she wakes up, they take the thumb drive from her and then shoot her. Yeah. So, so that's the yeah. thing. So they're like, <laughs> so like you get to the end of this one and it's like, oh, this is some sort of weird military thing, okay? And then they're just like, did you get it? And she's like, yeah, I got it. And they're like, great. And then they murder her and the movie ends. And I'm just like, I still have nothing. Right. I don't like that. Doesn't uh, no, that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> that's not what. I I wanted out of the first movie and this movie wasn't even good in the middle of you know like through the, through the rest of it and then you give me this weird half explanation at the end i don't know man like that one was even worse like i felt worse uh, so, at the end of this one yeah um so i want to address that okay and i think i'll be able to kind of tie it to kind of what you're ta- you were okay. talking about um 
in in my I don't I don't want to call it I mean I guess it's a defensive too because I, I so I like two and I, I Danny didn't like one you loved one I loved one uh, Danny also didn't like two <laughs> uh, you didn't like two but I do like two um, I clearly see that it doesn't work <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but but I definitely I and I think um, part of the reason I, I like two is because I like I see so much. Like how they were trying to expand, and I, and I give a lot of credit to like I see what you were trying to do there. I wish you would have pulled it off. That would have been cool. Yeah. So um, in the first one, it's it's very bare bones, and we've talked about that a lot in everything, the production, the story, everything, even the story. Right. Um, we have this group of people. Their only goal is to get out. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. their only goal is to figure out how to get out. Yeah. So to see how they work together, how they bump up against each other, how they respond to stress, all this the journey and then are you know and and they even you know then yes we don't get closure uh kazan the autistic kid is the only one who survives and escapes right um and we don't know what happened to him we don't know what happened to him (laughs) um because like you know and, and they even like they let worth almost look into camera and tell you like look none of this matters nobody has any idea what's going on all that matters is what we do here right now you know what i mean like he, you know, he's talking to somebody, but he's talking to the audience. Yeah. Um, I think it works better. Now, now, it didn't work for you, and it won't work for everybody. I think it worked for me and John, because we don't need to know that. It's, it's almost Lovecraftian in that it's, you know, whoever is the bad guy, whoever is the demon, he's they can build a mile-high cube building, murder cube building, and... If they want us to live when we walk out, we're going to live. If they want to shoot us when we walk out, they're going to shoot us when we walk out. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. All that matters is can we get out of this this building without getting murdered. Yeah. In the second one, they in in the second one they start to introduce other motivations. Okay. Um, nobody had a secondary motivation in in the first one. It was just escape or die mm-hmm. um so you know once we we find out that simon is in the cube because he was looking for somebody right um we know that you know we get we get all these kind of backstory reveals that don't necessarily pertain to the main the main goal should be get how do we get the hell out of this cube yes you know that should be the main goal that should be the main focus and everything should be built around that um it is a smart expansion to introduce some other factors, yeah. right? Um, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy doesn't. This girl's lying about it. Um, <coughs> but they execute all of that terribly, right? So they ex- so uh, Simon has his extra purpose. Uh, and so, but it, that doesn't matter. It doesn't ever actually affect anything because he doesn't have any answers. He can't offer any answers. And when he reaches his extra purpose, he just murders her because he's in the middle of his Jerry murdering spree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sasha, the, the blind chick who is actually the hacker, she has her extra knowledge in there. It plays no part. Yeah. Until the very end. Yeah. You know, we don't even find out about it until the very end. Right. You know, there's no hints, there's no clue, there's no nothing. So it, it doesn't doesn't add anything to the drama or to the 
are we going to get out of here? Can you help us get out of here? Why aren't you helping us get out of here? It's just like at the end, this, oh, you were, it was me all along. <laughs> you know, um, which, which is the same thing with Kate. So in, at the, at the very, very end, after the Cubas collapsed, we find out that Kate was working for the military or Izod or whoever the whole time and trying to, and we don't really know was she trying to figure out you know which one of them was did she know one of them was the hacker was she trying to figure out which one was i mean that's that's the closest i could ever figure out is that they were like well it's got to be one of these three or one of these eight yeah because that's the other problem shove them in the cube and we'll let our agent find it out if if they threw her in there to get that thing it seemed like there should have been a better exit plan than i hope she finds what we wanted to find and survives our unsurvivable murder cube. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. No additional help or plans or anything from us. Exactly. All, you know? So so that's so that's where the so that's where the, the next like that's where that problem comes in is that when we've got all these competing when when we try to create these competing agendas, yeah. It's yeah. well that makes the whole premise not work because why would you, you know, if, if, if you can capture all these people and stick them in this place, why wouldn't you just capture yeah, them all and murder them all? They don't blend together. You put enough backstory <laughs> right. and you make none of it make sense. Exactly. And then a lot of them were the same, like, character archetypes from the first one. They were mm-hmm. basically, like, the characters redone, except poorly. Yes. Like, way poorly. Yeah. And and to serve no purpose, I think, I think that's important, too, is, like, they, they really didn't serve, you know, in, in the first one, everybody kind of served their purpose. Mm-hmm. They had a role. In this one, uh, nobody had a purpose or a role yeah you know um even you know simon the pi who should have been parsing stuff out just kind of fell apart real quick and started wanting to punch people you know which you know not that that couldn't be like a thing to play off of you know look this guy who should be cool calm and collected and thinking you know this guy who should be sherlock holmes just goes to pieces real quick because this thing is so crazy right that's like you know if they, they could do the character normally and well, and they can start parsing stuff out, or they could do the thing where they go, well, we'll, we'll, we'll put this archetype in there, and then we'll turn it on its head, because that'll be cool. But then they also did that poorly. <laughs> yes. So it's like, either, I, whatever their plan was, didn't work. Yeah, exactly. So I th- think this is probably a good point where we should bring up the third one, because we've talked so much about one and two. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think none of us liked three. Right, I don't know. I, yeah, like, I, I like three more than two. Did you? I did not. Yeah. I I think I think three yeah. is the hottest of garbage. Three had like, uh, I, I probably would describe it very similar to how you describe two. Okay, like a lot of it didn't really necessarily work or flow, but it was a little bit closer to the tone of the first one, I guess, or at least aesthetically. Yes, um, to where I got into it, there was some of the stuff like. So, basically, the premise of the third one is it starts off and you're in this room with these two guys who work on the cube. And they're watching, like, the video of people in the cube. And they don't seem to know exactly what the whole thing is for or about. They just know what they're supposed to be monitoring. And one of them keeps asking questions and trying to talk about it. And the other one doesn't want him to talk about it ever. Yeah. And uh, then... At, then we meet some people who are trapped in the cube and yep. we kind of go through like this dual storyline thing where part of the movie is 
similar to one and two where it's these people who wake up in the cube now in this case they don't even know who they are right away like some of their memories start to maybe come back a little bit yeah but they don't know their names or their purpose or whatever so they kind of take it too far on on that realm which it is a prequel so you could dismiss that as them trying fine-tuning to, yeah the, fine-tuning the process yeah. or whatever yeah, the, the Oops, cube's too back much. to lo- looking like it did in the first movie yeah. essentially yeah. it's, it's smaller little, it's grittier it's yeah got the it looks, lighted looks rooms. like something that's been built not something that's been yeah imagined in a yeah, yeah. lsd yeah. fever dream <laughs> right <laughs> um and then so like basically one of the two people that are kind of controlling this thing um uh, is very curious about it and he's the younger guy and, and they they build him up as some sort of savant himself you mm-hmm. know he's great at math and chess and all these things but he asks way too many questions inside the cube we've got this i don't remember any of their names but we've got the main character um who remembers her daughter yep and is trying to find her daughter and get out to find her daughter yeah um and then as the story progresses at one point the the technicians believe that they're running some sort of prison that everybody in the prison is there because they were going to death row anyway yeah and so they signed some sort of waiver to go into the cube instead and if they can survive they survive but they were going to die anyway so it's kind of like i still don't know why that would be justified in existing yeah but i guess that's better than them thinking that they're just working on a crazy murder box yeah somehow um, well, but, I think I think that that so that's that's one of the ideas that I can get behind in the third one. This idea that like, oh well, yeah, you know, th- oh they told us this, so th- then it's okay. Yeah, you, and, you I, and, and you just kind of dismiss it as like, well, I guess this is the future somewhere, so it's dystopian enough to where, right? They, they definitely make it out to be some sort of dystopian future world or even like alien of some sort. Like mm-hmm. they, they even make references to this being aliens or something a few yeah. times, but like the language is different. Like they show it multiple times. It's some, it's a different oh, yeah, language yeah, yeah, yeah. that they're reading yeah. and everything. So I don't know what that means or yeah. if it's just some future language that we're using now. I don't know, yeah. but they definitely set this up to where it's some sort of like military run kind of state. And all the military guys have brain chips so that they can just be controlled to do whatever is needed kind of a thing. You know, like yeah. they set all that up in this movie. And this is a prequel, right. which yeah. means that <laughs> this is their big yeah. explanation for what's going yeah. on in all the movies. Yeah. And again, it's technically giving me backstory that I don't want. Yes. You know, necessarily. But but I also, like, I, I, I enjoyed the ride of this movie. I don't, like, mm-hmm. associate it with one. I right. don't go, oh, what a great lead-in. Yeah. I, when I think of it one, I pretend this fit. doesn't... Yeah. When I think of one, I pretend this doesn't exist. Yeah, right. it doesn't fit. Um, I just... They tried to make it fit at the end, but all that made me do that is go... worse. Yeah, yeah. That just made me go, yeah. no! That's... <laughs> huh. Yeah. Not, nice that try, guys. probably my least favorite part Man, of, yeah. of, uh, about it. So, so well, well, they get... Basically, the the young kid asking too many questions decide you know figures out this is all nonsense, right? And uh, they end up having to murder one of their coworkers mm-hmm. because they he found his well, way into the cube. There's two then, two coworkers that they keep ask he keeps asking where's so and so where's so and so and the older guy just keeps going ah they'll be back in a couple of days probably and on vacation probably, probably called in sick yep. he keeps saying things like that yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're and they're in and they're in the cube yeah 
Um, and so he basically like goes into the cube himself to try to rescue these people. Mm-hmm. And when he does that, the higher ups show up right. um, and start you know coming in to try to hunt him down or whatever. And then we get this this uh, what was his name the the main higher up guy the main higher up guy. <laughs> the one show, I, yeah, the he one shows I up with a, he's like he's got mm-hmm. one regular eye and one terrible prosthetic. Weird robot oh, I eye. Write, I didn't write down his name. Yeah, he is. I don't remember his name. It's one of those things that I will hate myself for being entertained by, because that character didn't fit in this movie, yeah. and this guy wasn't particularly <laughs> like charming or or uh, charismatic no, for the bad, character that man. he was trying to play. Yeah, he, he was bad. very bad, and is, still, is, for whatever reason, half of his scenes, I'm sitting there going. Ugh. Come on. His eye was even worse. <laughs> the, the eye was so weird looking. I think it was their attempt at doing that was failing so horribly that I smiled every time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like just the right level of failure to, I could, I could to, to entertain me. I could see um, that. At an aspect of the movie that I had already given up on anyway. Yeah. Um, well, so that's that's where the movie for me that's that's the main point where the movie falls apart. Um, for the third one, so I, I can I, I almost I like again I like the idea of there being operators for the cube. Um, I like the idea that maybe we create a scenario and kind of show a scenario, which they kind of did, you know, because they they kind of asked some questions at different points where. Um, Oh, uh, the guy who asked so many questions, Wind was his name, okay. um, asked about, uh, you remember when the last time you were outside was? And the other guy can't remember. And he was like, yeah, I can't remember either. So they've, you know, so they've obviously had some memory yeah. wiping done on them. So like the idea of people trapped in a cube, operators trapped in the operating yeah. Right, all yeah. with, with something else well, yeah, above that's, them. Like that's an interesting, interesting idea, and that's to what explore. we ultimately find out too, right? Like they're prisoners just as much as the people in the cube are prisoners. Yeah, right. but but it could it would have been better to explore that. But then when the when the other guys show up, it makes everything again not make sense. Yeah, yeah. you know because like they start doing stuff, they start controlling the. Uh, changing the rules and you know like like yeah. at one point they, they so they're they're super worried about this clean sweep happening which is gonna which kills incinerates everything in the cube um, and that's what wind wants to get in and get them out you know lead lead them to the exit for the, the ex- before the, clean, the auxiliary clean sweep. exit that's rumored to exist at the very bottom <laughs> of the cube right yeah. that's what it is right um, then there's also the uh, uh, that's the other thing. Oh, well there's there's the one scene where the when when the higher ups show up, um, they apparently turn on the traps in all the room except the one the people are trapped in. <laughs> yeah. You know, there there's cuz there's this moment where they test all the rooms and every all the every room around them is a trap. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just turn on the trap, trap in the, in the room know, like, that they're yeah. in if they're trying well, to finish them off? Yeah. Another thing. And the more like I I, I want to reiterate like not like I didn't really like three. You just like I was entertained by three. And I, okay, yeah, I, I, I can think it was better. Than I can take two. that. I definitely thought it was better than two. But there's the more we talk about it, the more I am coming up with things that yeah. have no. Well, see, that's how I feel. I, that's well, like, how that's how I feel about two. Like like I enjoy watching two um, because like I think it's super funny when Simon goes uh, when Simon goes on his murder spree. <laughs> it's Jerry murder you know, spree. You know, yeah. like when, when he shows up and he's got all those lanyards and all those watches on. <laughs> I'm like, it's yep. amazing. Yep. Like, yep. what is this guy? There's definitely entertaining parts of two, for sure. Right, you know what I mean? Um, okay, so anyway, you were saying. Yeah. Well, like, it, like 
okay, so I can buy that these guys are like cube technicians, but they have to be kind of kept in the dark. Right. Except then, like, when things go haywire and, like, the higher-ups come in with two way better cube technicians who know how it works and what it's all about and what to do, why aren't those two guys just the cube technicians? Well, no, I... Or or why aren't there two... uh, If there was an army of the guys who didn't know what was going on... I, I, I would understand it. But they're clearly getting whatever job they're supposed to have done with just two of them. Just send two guys who well, know what well, they're those, doing. Well, those, guys, those guys are IT. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, and, they're, and they're trying to take care of a specific problem. Somebody right. broke into the cube. One of their own broke into the cube. These guys are going to – they talk about, like, being exterminators trying to cap, catch the mouse or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the other guys are just there Again, to make sure things are running that, well that all the time. That concept makes plenty of sense to me if there's an army of these guys who don't know what they're doing. Like well, this, if, this if is also the one. And his buddy and 25 others or 100 others or whatever. This Well, this is. And, and maybe there sure. are, yeah. I was going to say because this is the one also where they, where they imply that there's other cubes as well oh yeah 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 Yeah. so they do they do mention at one point that oh i heard there was one over here and there's one in this other place i don't remember where they say exactly but they named two or three places where there are supposedly other cubes yeah we also get to see in this movie what happens when somebody escapes the cube Mm -hmm. because somebody escaped and then they immediately shackle him when he gets out yep and then they ask him if he believes in god and when he says no they torch him to death yeah (laughs) And like because then, hap- then wins like what what happens if they say yes and he's like nobody ever says yes and it's just like what the what is going on here I don't get I, it I don't know what message they were trying to I get know. across with that I know like that seemed like a weird <laughs> like there's not a whole lot of religion in these movies right. like as like a giant theme but and, I noticed and then they, there's this part where where that and I also feel they, like they shoved it in at the end too. I noticed like specifically, and we haven't even gotten to that part yet. But like when he's reading the rights to win at the end, he specifically mentions God and everything. Yeah. Like yeah, so well, like they've say, they've I, definitely like made that part of why they've done this yeah. whole thing. But I don't again not knowing the dystopian future they're in. I, I would have guessed that if they were going to trap people at that last moment of their lives who were scared to death. Way more of them would have said yes than no. <laughs> it's hard for me to believe that not a single person has ever thought like to a Monty say Python? yes. No, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just it just played real weird. It was weird. It was weird. I was just it felt out of place with everything else going on. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, why is that a thing now? Yeah. Like I don't. Which is probably the biggest problem with this movie is they're trying to run two movies simultaneously that mm-hmm. don't blend together. Yeah. That well, so the whole thing kind of feels out of place. Right. Yeah. Because there's the the movie. Movie with the technicians, mm-hmm. and then the movie in the cube. Yeah, and yeah, and neither neither one seems to serve a purpose. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so we see wind escape. Get, getting to the end, so you can bring that up. Yeah. Uh, so we can cover that. Yeah. Uh, we find we find wind wind they, escapes. They turn on the one military guy inside and start using right. him as a weapon. Yeah. Remember, because yeah. the one guy inside is is part of the military or was yeah. part of the military. Yeah. Yep. So he has a brain chip. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, oh, let's just turn on his brain yeah. chip, and he That's becomes like after he died. Yeah. 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 So he like yeah reanimates as like Robo. Yeah. Guy. He's, he's like jumping yeah. jumping around. He's he's like super now. Yeah. You can't kill him. Ugh, this is the this one movie's so stupid. Got, <laughs> so dumb. So, was this the one where all the wires came out and trapped 
Yeah, he got Somebody. roped to death. Who was that? That was... Because this is the one... And the first one... Because we mentioned earlier the real gross kill at the beginning of this yeah. one. And it's very uh. similar to the beginning of the first one where it's just somebody kind of wandering through rooms. Yeah. Except this guy gets, like, sprayed and sprayed and sprayed and sprayed. And then it's when it's finished, he's like, oh, it's water. It's water. Okay, it's water. And you just kind of get the impression that he's going to be fine. Maybe he's just working on stuff. Like, he freaked out, but it was no big deal, whatever. And then his skin just all starts melting and boiling and peeling off. Oh. And then and he, he turns, just, in, like, turns into gooey Frank right in yeah. front of our eyes. He yep. does turn into gooey <laughs> Frank. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. It was gross. It was the reverse. It was the reverse of the scene where <laughs> Frank comes back <laughs> in Hellraiser. Yes, totally. it was. <laughs> um, so I, I wrote down the... Bartok gets roped to death, but I don't remember who Bartok was. Yeah, I don't that was pretty any early. Of the characters though. in the cube except for the chick. Yeah, it was pretty early. That was one of the earlier guys because yeah. he walked into a room and like it roped him up. Yep. And yeah. then and then and diced then him, tightened. diced him in yeah. a similar fashion to the guy from the first movie. Yeah. yeah. After it tied him yeah, up, that was a pretty cool kill. Yeah. So yeah, so so when and and the girl is, end up escaping through yeah. that auxiliary hatch that's in the bottom, which apparently is over the ocean or a lake or something, because <laughs> yeah, then they, they just <laughs> swim to freedom. <laughs> um, but then yeah, there's the, like a forest, like yeah. they swim through a lake, get yeah. into this forest, which which seems to be the same forest that she was originally caught in it looks like it yeah Yeah. so they take off running and those military robo drone guys immediately start firing darts at him and catch win again and then he just wakes up in that hospital bed in front of the higher up guy that we met earlier and this is where we get the big explanation of uh Oh, well, he reads them as rights, and he's all like, well, I don't remember having a trial. And he was like, your trial was years ago, and you consented to be here. Right. So so that's where we get the whole th- revelation that, oh, this whole thing is for convicts, and they do consent to being here. And it turns out the engineer guys were also part of that, so right. he was also convicted. But his sentence was to be the engineer guy, but now that he's done all this, they're just going to go ahead and wipe his memory and toss him in the cube with everybody else. Yep. Yeah. But then they take that a step further. So like they like lobotomize him. Yeah, the they do like some crazy extra surgery on his brain, which is where we get the big crazy reveal at the end that he's essentially the same character from the first movie. Well, was it supposed yeah. to be... Because his, I mean, he had his name on his shirt still, and it wasn't Kazan. So, so I took it more as like this is like they've done this lobotomy procedure. So they just do often. this, yeah. So they I, just do this to people. But well, he was also super good at math and all that stuff. I know. So it like feels it like they saw, right into that yeah. character. He had the same well, mannerisms, said the same. And he did the whole. Oh, I want to go back to the blue room. I want to go back to the blue room. Same thing with his hands. Yeah. yeah. So, so Spider Man thwips. Right. That's that's yeah. what's super weird. So when when we get to that scene, um, and they lobotomize him, make him autistic, and send him into the cube. Um, that scene that happens plays out exactly the same way as when they meet Kazan in the first movie. Yeah. Um, but none of the names are the same. You know, yeah. like, like it's got Wynn's name on it, and all the other names all are All the like, characters were different. Were all different. There yeah. were none of the original characters, and they didn't even look the same. Yeah. So I think the implication was just that this thing has played out before this way, not that he was actually Kazan. Okay. Yeah, that, which is how, yeah, that's how I took it too. Right, but, but it was like, too, but it's too similar. Yes, it's weird how similar they made yeah. it. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't quite get what they were hoping to achieve with that. Uh, I, I just kind of wonder if it's one of those things where they just think we're like, oh, they won't get it if we don't make it. Yeah, too obvious. I know, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, it's like look, they over it. overdid it a yeah. little bit. Yep. 
Well, it's like like I, like I said, the like I felt like the second one was made by people who really like Cube but didn't really get Cube, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like the third one was made by people who really like Cube but don't really get movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I could definitely so, see that. So does this mean when Kazan left the Cube in the first movie, he immediately got shackled and asked if he believed in God, and then he probably got torched because he was. Not understanding the question, like I don't. I don't I what are we don't. supposed to get out of all this? Like that's what I don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, there's. I don't think there's supposed to be. For 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 Cube, there's not supposed to be an answer. Okay. You know, like like that. That's the thing is like you know. So Kazan uh, survived. Yeah. And and you know they had kind of set it up. In the first one, because the goal was to escape, and because they had built the team to seem like they all had tools to help each other escape, yeah. that if any of them escaped, like like it's it's logical to assume that if any of them escape, they go back to their life or are given a new life, whatever right. yeah. happens yeah. at that point, yeah. right? So for for Cube, it's it's safe to assume that. Yeah, uh, for, I'm, for yeah, Cube I'm definitely two, not taking Cube Zero as canon. <laughs> man, for, well, it's so well, weird. You almost man. don't want to take any of them as canon. Because I know. If you, if you look at it through the lens of Cube Two, you assume that as soon as as soon as Kazan walked out of the Cube, there was a Death Squad waiting there that yeah. shot him to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and obviously we see what happens in in Cube Zero. Man. He walked out there and yeah, probably it's got shackled like and asked if he. Although I think I think Kazan probably said yes. He he seems he seemed like a sweet boy that would have believed in God. So I would almost suggest if you've never seen these before, watch the first one and ignore the other two, because I I feel like it does totally like I, like even though I personally didn't like the unanswered questions with the first one, the other two totally ruined the mystique of the first one entirely yeah. to the point that I just. It was over. They overdid it. They just overdid it. Like I didn't get the answers I wanted out of the first one, but I super didn't get what I wanted out of the second or third one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it made it worse. For sure, it yeah. made it worse. Well, so, I don't, you know, like I would. I mean, you know, take everything we've said. I would still watch them all, mm-hmm. but I just don't. I mean, you kind of look at them as their own things, if need be, or <laughs> at least like look at one as as like the real one and. Yeah, I mean, two's all about alternate realities anyway, so right. I'll just pretend that that's <laughs> totally a different alternate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I would recommend. Um, I, I would say that if the first cube, I like the first cube enough. I recommend that to everybody. Yeah, go sure. go check out the first cube. It's it's if you're into horror movies, um, or uh, squares, or squares, or math, three dimensional. If you're into math, yeah, it's a math. good it's a good yeah. scary math movie. Um, if you are the type of person who would let two sequels ruin a movie for you, don't watch the sequels. Yeah. If oh, you are yeah. the type of person, Good way to say that. if you are the type of person who can watch the sequel, because because I, I I know the sequels don't work. I still enjoyed two. I hate three, or well, I hate zero. You know, um, but they don't take away from the first one at all for me. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you're that type of person, I would say watch them all because they all, at least the second one is an interesting experience and has an interesting attempt to expand on the idea i think um cube zero you can take it or leave it if you're a completist (laughs) if you're a completist see it if not it's it's not good all right i am ready for the ultimate crossover in horror movie franchises i am ready for cube versus sphere from phantasm cube versus sphere (laughs) we'll just we'll lock the tall man and we'll lock the tall man and his jawas in the cube and see what happens 
and Azir. And, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Reggie. Well, they, they Reggie? were, they were, <laughs> Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Reggie, yeah. yeah. They, they were multidimensional, maybe just, you know. Reggie's got this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie could take down the cube. Yeah, I don't want, I don't think I want to see that. Like, I like cube a lot. I don't want to see it just get phantasmed. <laughs> Only, only if Reggie gets to bring his uh, four four barrel shotgun. Yeah, he has to. I don't know what he's gonna shoot, but <laughs> just just the rooms. Hey, just, Every yeah. time he meets hey, a yeah. booby trap room. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just, and his, and I super, his, I get his girlfriend alchemy. <laughs> his girlfriend alchemy. No, I super, I super get the image of them throwing the Jawas into the room instead of the boots. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. So we just get a whole movie where they just chuck Jawas and we see the Jawas get murdered horribly by these Jawa traps. Tommy. And they're like, oh, let's not let's not go in that one. <laughs> <laughs> just becomes a, a buddy a buddy cop oh, horror God. movie with Reggie and the tall man. See? The cube is, is about to begin, begin, sir. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, go watch Phantasm. We aren't gonna watch. We aren't gonna top anything beyond nope, that. That was it. <laughs> All right, guys. Any final thoughts? Nope. Good. I've said everything I could say about you. <laughs> so next week, Freak Easy rolls on, and it is time for the Puppet Masters. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've never seen the Puppet Masters. Never seen the We've Puppet been getting Masters. That, that was uh, recommended, too, yeah. by some of our listeners. So I was we really got, happy when I saw that because I was like, that one it's already on our schedule. Yep. Yep. How many of them? We're going to do four of them or three I, of them? Listen, um, we need to do four. Four? Because if, 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 if we get through three and you guys don't see what happens in four, you're going to be mad at me. So. Okay. All right. So a master one through four. One through four. Got okay. it. I'm excited. And I hope you guys are excited. Uh, excited enough to like, comment, subscribe, do all that youtube stuff down below. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't forget to follow us every other, join us every other Wednesday for our regularly scheduled podcast, The Geek Easy. Um, make sure to head over to Facebook, like us on Facebook, ask us a question on Facebook. Maybe it'll make the regular Geek Easy podcast where we do fan questions and answers often. Um, and then you can follow us if you'd rather listen to us on uh, audio. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, whatever uh, Apple's thing is, their, their podcasting app. I think it's still iTunes. It's right still, now. it's still, yeah, it's still iTunes and still just the <clears throat> Apple Podcasting app on my, yeah, on my phone. So yeah, so we know. might as well just keep saying iTunes. I don't know what's going. Find on. us on iTunes yeah. until it's not iTunes anymore. Yeah. Um, did I miss any? Nope. I think you got it right. Spotify, Stitcher. Spotify. I did not. I did not get Spotify. Spotify. We're definitely on Spotify. Yep. Did you get? Did you get Stitcher? I did get Stitcher. Well, he got Stitcher. Okay. I think I got cool. Stitcher. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll get Stitcher just in case. Guys, <laughs> we'll see you next week for the Puppet Masters. Yes. Go watch the Puppet Masters 1 through 4 so you can join in the conversation. Happy Halloween. I don't do as good on the, the Happy Halloween as I do on the gotta work on open. That. I got to open. I got to work on that. You <laughs> got a week. Uh-oh. 
The Geek Easy Podcast is a production of Pixeldan.com. Musical tracks used in the intro and outro are used with full permission of the respective owners or creators. Intro and outro narrations are provided by me, Brian T. Stevenson. Pixeldan.com's The Geek Easy Podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed are those solely of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily represent those of Pixeldan.com or any other party. Be sure to join us next time for another installment of The Geek Easy Podcast. Podcast.